you click on an artist and then you you know you find the related artists click there and you just go through page after page after page then you find an artist through those related artists you click on their page and then you go through their related artists and it's just this kind of potentially lit, uh, infinite rabbit hole of, of this style of music. And, you know, for me, it's like, I want to know all of this stuff. I don't care how good it is. I don't care how forgettable it is. I want to know these bands. I want to check them out. I want to, I, I want to uh, hear their sound and form my own opinions and just, just, you know, have them in, in my, in my library of, of goth and industrial music knowledge. Good gentlemen, this is the band Calibri's. I am Bobby. I'm Davey. Oh, got Jimmy, he's, That's Jimmy. he's still in the bat. All right, got Today on the Mystic Cold Divorce Podcast, episode 52, we got a good one for you, ladies and gentlemen. Bring him to the stage. <laughs> Introducing our resident DJ of the Damned, the playlist perfectionist. He tick-tocks around the clock. Welcome to the show, Sander! Hey! What's up? Thank you for having me. It's sinister. <laughs> Bruh. Okay. So at the very top of the podcast, for everybody who doesn't know who the fuck you are, can you give everybody a synopsis? Oh, who the you're, fuck you are? You're a Wikipedia in audio form. Why are you here? Why do we love you? Sell yourself. Sure. So hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Xander. Uh, some of you might know me as Awfully Sinister from TikTok. Uh, I am a DJ in the Phoenix, Arizona goth industrial scene. Uh, I've been an active participant in the scene now for almost a decade, a DJ for five or six years. That's probably what I'm most known for. In my off time, I, I am also a, a writer. I mean, I, I love uh, horror. I love reading horror and I love to write it. So I, I don't talk about that as much because I, I, uh, I don't have anything uh, that I, I'm really quite ready to share yet, but hopefully soon. But uh, I think uh, if you follow me on TikTok, if you follow me on Twitter, you probably know me as uh, as just the, the, the crazy-haired uh, nerd who's always uh, sharing bands new and old and just wants to get... I just want to get more more ears on this stuff, basically. That is... That was one of the notes. Uh, the writing. You're like, <laughs> I'm a writer, and you show yeah. up in a notebook and there's nothing on it. See, there is <laughs> writers like this. <laughs> I yeah oh I forgot about that yeah I remember that TikTok that was funny I, I thought it was funny yeah you're like yeah we exist we exist <laughs> we're valid <laughs> well, uh, do you want to divulge what are you uh, writing about yeah, is you this want, like true life yeah you one of them educated uh, writing types <laughs> <laughs> one of them writing folk fantasy <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean we we can yeah we can divulge uh, diverge for a bit I mean I, I uh, horror has always been my my, my preferred genre. Um, I, I'm trying to put together this kind of short, the small collection of short stories. I was my the plan was to have it done by the end of the year. That's not going to happen. Maybe by sometime next year. I have four drafts, and I want to write two more. Uh, my my big influences uh, would probably be like Clive Barker and Poppy Z. Bright. Um, I mean, everybody, of course, you know Stephen King. Of course, I mean, I think ah. most, I think anybody who likes horror like Stephen King. I love Paul Tremblay, and uh, yeah, and I, I love uh, Gordon B. Weiss, but. Um, I think I, I only really got back into it during the pandemic, uh, when everything was shut down. I was like, well, there's nothing to do. There's nowhere to go. I'll see if I still enjoy writing. If I don't hate myself by the end of, uh, you know, writing a draft or writing a paragraph and I realized, oh, I still really enjoy this and I missed it. And, um, I've been rejected from every publication I've ever submitted to, but I think, um, probably just going to self-publish. Um, I have an audience now that i never have before not just on TikTok, but also on twitter so i, I have something of a of you know to, to use a, a word that uh 
I don't like very much. I have a little bit of clout. So if I can use that to, you know. You're a Sinfluencer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sinfluencer. I like that. Icon. <laughs> yeah, we had, um, you know, Maddie Danger, yeah? Yes, absolutely. So, Bob, yeah, Bob coined that term when we were oh, talking sinfluencer? to her. Sinfluencer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's a Sinfluencer. Yeah. Sinfluencer. I guess so. Yeah, it's it's weird to think about, but I I, uh, I I do have I have I don't my 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 TikTok account is very tiny compared to a lot of people's, but on its own, like that is an astonishing amount of people who follow me. It blows my mind. That that just shocking to me. So um, sickening, truly. Yeah, no, it is that too. Yeah, I I open the app and I'm like, this is awesome, but I I fucking hate it. I've become everything I've hated. Who am I? Well, <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing in this life? Yeah. Um. Let's see. How many pages is this book? Um, that's a good question. I'd say right now, sixty nine. <laughs> it could. Uh, I mean, it could be. I I was I was thinking between like sixty and seventy at this point with the the four stories I have written and the the two additional ones I write maybe come out to like. Maybe 130, maybe. Dude, bing bong! I just had a, <laughs> an idea. Oh no! No one is safe from the from the the bing bong brainworms. Never go <laughs> no, into bing bong unprepared. <laughs> bing bong, fuck your life. Um, right, get a drink, boys. No. Uh, so you know scary stories to tell in the dark, yeah? Oh yeah, absolutely. That. But your your stuff, oh. like get someone to draw some creepy fucking shit. Yeah. Be cool, yeah. Um, they're short stories, sixty nine of them, and, <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, oh my god, ooh, dude, you could sell them in volumes, so like people have to like like comic books. Hey, yeah, so <laughs> definitely self publish, and then yeah. um, have that book sitting behind you uh, during your TikToks. I mm. notice. Um, early TikToks, you had, you had your got to be glued uh, spray. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know where it is right now. I think it's it's somewhere else. But I, I should have brought it for this. This is a good product. <laughs> it is. It's my favorite. Is that where you probably got to be glued? Yeah. That? Okay. Yeah, I use the hairspray. I, I've used it now for 10, 11 years, maybe. It's yeah. Our preferred. It's been our preferred as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, like I uh, I used to do the the more yeah, the one, one that makes that, the yeah. noise. The, the little... Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> the hairspray does the job, too. Does the job, mm-hmm. too. Um, hair. Okay. So, it's, the, it it's, it, it's, it's Robert Smith, right? That's why you did it. So, you know, it's funny. I uh... Dragon Ball Z. I knew it. <laughs> Wait, Xander Ball Z? Yeah. <laughs> so Xander, dude. The, the yeah. story, the story behind my hair, like, you know, people, people ask me, do they tell me, oh, you look like Robert Smith or you look like so-and-so. And I say, oh, you know, thank you. I love The Cure. I mean, they're my favorite band. But the way it got started, oddly enough, um, I was nine or 10 and I didn't have my hair like this. And my mother, who... You know, not to get too personal, I don't have a relationship with her anymore, but I was a young kid and she really wanted to like try her hairspray on me. It's like, no, I think you'd like this. I think this would be cool. And I was so against it. I'm like, no, I'd look stupid. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'll indulge you for, you know, a few minutes and I'm washing it the fuck out. So I let her do it. And I look in the mirror. I'm like, huh, I don't hate this. Actually, this is kind of cool. I, I, was, I did not uh, hate this as much as I thought I would. So then I, I'm like, all right. I'll, I'll try this out. And so the next day at school, everybody was like, Oh my God, what happened to your hair? And my guts, oh, I think this is my new thing. So I, at the time I was nine or 10, I really had no awareness of the cure really like 
alternative or like gothic uh, fashion or, or uh, uh, style or music. It, it was just this, this thing that my mom really wanted to do. And I mean, I, I don't even know how, where she got the idea from. I genuinely don't. Wait, I never asked. Is your mom, is your mom Susie Sue? <laughs> I, that'd be cool if she was how awesome would that be She's like, check this out kid <laughs> yeah <laughs> i hate you mom <laughs> so, dude uh product i swear yeah like there was a period in time where you know our mom would just yeah you got a bowl he had a bowl cut for a while <laughs> shut up <laughs> but mine was primarily buzz it was just buzzed and um just like one of the grades i was like ah, i'm gonna grow it out a little bit and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to try some. I, I like grease, grease lightning. I'm going to put something in there. And I'm like, yep, here it is. Bada bing. Yeah, boom. And this, your, Sandra, your fucking Twitter is hilarious. Oh, thank you. I was fucking dying. I was literally lolling, dude. Uh, scrolling through it. <laughs> and I, I found this quote. It's it's more of a recent one. It has to do with your hair. Is you said <laughs> my hair pisses off everyone who thinks men's hair should be short and everyone who thinks men's hair should be long. And I think that's very powerful of me. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 your worst nightmare. All all day all day long on social media, I see you know posts from 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 just uh, the everybody about you know all you know. Men, why why do you cut your hair? Men, you know why do you uh, why don't you grow your hair out? Or why why don't you cut it? And I realized like, well, I don't really. I mean, I don't know what this really like qualifies as. So I think I'm just I'm I'm in this 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 purgatory that just uh, baffles everybody who has for whatever reasons very very strong opinions on men's hair. So I'm 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 happy to be that that thorn in the side of of everybody on social media who likes to opine on men's hairdos. <laughs> But yeah, Twitter is kind of, you know, tw TikTok is one thing. Twitter is that kind of that platform that I, ca I can kind of passively scroll throughout the day and, and enjoy myself. And I, I guess what the stuff I post on Twitter is, I, I, I think just years and years and years of, of spending so much time on the internet and, and letting it kind of liquefy my brain and my, my sense of humor, I guess. And yeah. I mean, I, I love drill. I don't know if you guys follow uh, drill on Twitter, who's always posting all kinds of like absurd, abstract, oddball posts. I'm like, oh, that's that's what I want to do. That's funny. So, and, and it's so there's so much gold, like Twitter gold. And you you took that that hair quote, which was a Twitter thing, and then you made a TikTok out of it. I did. If if you're ever just like, I I, I want to post a TikTok. I need some serotonin. I don't know what to do. Just copy and paste what you've already said. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've done that a few times. It's uh, repurposing your content. That's a technical term. Um, yeah, I've done that a few times. Or I'm like, if, if I think it will translate well over to TikTok, I will do it. Some stuff, not so much. There, I think there's some stuff, like there's some weird shit that I'll post on Twitter. It's like, if you're not like as logged on to Twitter as I am, this might like go over your head and be like, what, what is he saying? That's just weird. But what, something like that, I think, I think goes over uh, pretty well on TikTok, certainly among the, the people who follow me and know me and, and uh, you know, know that I, I style my hair like this and to expect it when I pop up on their for you page. So I, I was like, Oh, that, that, that make a good, that make a good TikTok. Which this is another thing from, <laughs> from Twitter. Yep. 
posted a TikTok with my hair down and I instantly lost yeah. oh, followers. Not gonna lie, it's weird. We don't yeah. I was I was shocked. <laughs> I was stunned. I'm like, damn, tough crowd. Dude, you got a brand and you're sticking to it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like there I've I've posted a few TikToks with my hair down just like just like for effects, just like to some people like request it. And there, there's, there was one where I kind of showed, well, you know, this is what I look like at work. And this is where I look like everywhere else. Um, you know, at work, I have my hair down and I, you know, I'm, I'm a little more uh, straight laced. And then uh, everywhere else I go, I have it up. And that one went over well. But this one I, I posted and was like, I, I watched my, my follower count just kind of dwindle from by like 30. I counted it. I think it was 30 or 33. Like, I'm like, yeah, you're like, oh. look at that. That's like looking at your weight. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's like uh, <laughs> being on a, like a, some, some weird shit, like steady, steady. Yeah. It's going yeah. down. <laughs> hold, hold, put, your- put it back up. <laughs> yeah. It's too low. It's too low. Captain. <laughs> Dude. Have you heard, um, that audio? It's like this guy who pretends to be like this caveman. He's like, I have to go to work. I don't know that I have. Is that a TikTok sound, or is that a yes? Okay, perfect for you. Um, I I've, I'm not familiar. I'll have to see if I can find that. Are that'd we be pitching funny. ideas? <laughs> yeah, that that'd be a good one. Like it's like like this oogaboo. He's like it's like this really crazy <gasps> count. You ever just like you see a sound and you're like, where did this sound come from? Oh sure, all the time. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah. What the, is the origins of that sound? The, the um the one that got me, I was like, I wasn't doing a lot of the memes, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do some memes. The one that like really pushed me over the edge. I'm like, I got to do something with this. Was the um. Oh no! Our oh table. yeah, it's our table. <laughs> I could I couldn't get it out of my fucking brain. I'm like, I gotta I gotta do this. And then yeah, it was like a snow. That, for a hot minute, that sound was everywhere. Everybody was doing that, and I think there was one challenge that was like, listen, listen to the sound, or like, like speak, speak the sound without trying to laugh. And I and most people failed it. And uh, there, there are a few like spinoffs. I think one was like, oh no, my mental health is broken. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Bing bong, dude. Bing yeah. bong, baby. That's the one that's everywhere. That's like, what, what is that again? It's just some guy like going around interviewing locals on was it? No, where was it? He's where, where is he? Coney Island? Yep, Coney Island. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bing bong, fuck your life. What'd yeah. you say to Joe Biden? How you doing, baby? I'll take you out yeah, to take dinner. Me out, take you out to dinner. So <laughs> <laughs> like, where do you find these characters? But it's funny. I mean Yeah. I, I, I hope all of that I really hope all of that was just like in one day. Yeah, that was over the course of like an hour, just finding all of these people to <laughs> say these funny things <laughs> in an hour the goobs like that bing so the you've like like why did this man say bing bong it turns out um if you go to the youtube channel they have like you know how like you turn on the xbox and you're mm-hmm. xbox sound okay. they have a bing bong sound when you turn on their youtube video so okay I've, so he's like bing bong <laughs> yeah he's making the sound of the he's so he knows the channel okay yeah. that makes sense uh, all right, what do you got, Bob? Oh yeah, uh, we pitching ideas. TikTok land. Or <laughs> oh, well, no, no, let's talk. Okay, all right. Yeah, what are we doing? Got that idea? Uh, let's talk about DJ shit. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, you know, you goth DJ, influencer, <laughs> resident DJ at the dam. You know, oh my god, place. it could work. Influencer, as in like evil stuff, but also influencer, as in like synths. Synths, yeah. Influencer. Also, I was thinking, you yeah, know. You could be the first to offer uh, 
through your realm and to our fans, you know, the counterculture, you know, financial banking advice you can offer <laughs> goth IRAs. Oh, okay. Um, so, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you right off that there is no money in being a goth DJ. So <laughs> 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 there's some, but it's not like there, 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 there's some, like I know some people who have done it, but it is a grind. You know, I do it cause I love it. That's a great answer. Have you ever thought of selling, uh, t-shirts <laughs> six feet i haven't i if i have like a hundred thousand next to the booth <laughs> oh god yeah you have to like pause the music hold on i gotta sell something real quick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i might get they, they might throw me out if i do that they'd be like what the fuck is this bullshit my my buddy though who uh kevin brown who i i run the night with though he, he did make some some t-shirts uh for us um that have the 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 logo of the night we run so that was that was kind of cool if, if we uh depending on you know what happens over the next year we might kind of put them up if other people want it it might be kind of cool but uh yeah love that we'll see how it goes so how do you okay yeah are we talking about playlist we're, yeah we're talking the about you're, you're the playlist perfectionist yeah the playlist player where do you play where do you dig yeah. find you know like gems like i also love nuevo desmo uh, oh yeah but how did you find them uh or even uh, like suspiria which is sure namesake awfully sinister that's true that is a uh, yeah dig <laughs> that's true that that is a song by suspiria and in your infinite i always i want to know as well in your infinite uh djing prowess in, in your lustrous career what are those songs that you fucking hate oh that they always play oh. at the dj nights it's always the same fucking songs uh, i hate them a little bit yin and yang yeah. sure so to answer the first question again? i have a lot of those actually i have a lot of opinions on that second one but uh Senator, we'll, we'll start you have, you have the stand yeah <laughs> so for the first question uh right. the way that i i find this music is really you know I, and i get that question a lot like how do you how do you know so much how do you find all these bands and um my my, my i guess my my first source is a music blog run by two guys out of vancouver it's called i die you die uh, which is named after a gary newman song and bruce and alex they do features um and they do uh, music, like new music features they do album reviews they do artist interviews they have a podcast um and they're always covering and uh talking about new music that's uh, once again just it's associated with kind of underground dark alternative music for everything from post-punk to dark wave to ebm to industrial dark electro even like dark ambient uh kind of stuff and they uh they have a you know a posting schedule five days a week uh they do out al- and you know there's the album reviews and then every monday is also they do a roundup of um tracks by new artists that have come out so like hey here are some new tracks that uh that are associated with these genres check them out and i i read their website voraciously i i've been a huge fan of them now for since basically since they they first started uh, they do a really good job of uh uh staying on staying on top of new music as well as uh covering and talking about older bands um that you know maybe didn't uh get ever really have like a notoriety but it were really good very underrated and are also like even just only known among like you know really hardcore fans of this of this style of music um uh, postpunk.com it's post-punk.com also does a fantastic job of um you know constantly posting news um new songs new albums artist interviews and you know they they, uh they they don't they don't 
go quite as much into the foray of an of industrial as I Die You Die does, but they will cover a lot of post punk, dark wave, a lot of like uh, shoegaze bands that kind of cross pollinate uh, with those genres of music, and I, I love that sound. So that's awesome. Um, I will say when I first started really, really getting into this music, when I started really kind of um, taking the next step and digging even deeper and going beyond like, you know, the, the bands that everybody knows, like The Cure and Bauhaus, Sisters of Mercy, Skinny Puppy, the way that I really got my start, the way that I was able to find so many bands in a pretty short amount of time actually um, was through Last FM because on Last FM, um, and I wish I still use last FM. I still go there because <laughs> if you click on an artist and then you, you know, you find the related artists click there and you just go through page after page after page, then you find an artist through those related artists, you click on their page and you go through their related artists. And it's just this kind of potentially lit, uh, infinite rabbit hole of, of the style of music. And, you know, for me, it's like, I want to know all of this stuff. I don't care how good it is. I don't care how forgettable it is. I want to know these bands. I want to check them out. I want to, I, I want to uh, hear their sound and form my own opinions and just, just, you know, have them in, in my, in my library of, of goth and industrial music knowledge, because, um, that's just kind of how I am. Like when I really get into something, I, I want to know as much, I'm, I'm just very relentlessly curious about it. I want to know as much as, as possible. And I want to know the, the different, you know, vestiges and nodes of it that, weren't even really that well known. Good work. You know, yeah. And you know, the, the, the sad fact is, and we, we can also talk about this more later, you know, it, I, I don't think people realize like, especially in the U S how small goth really is. Like it's bigger in Europe and the U S not so much, you know, a, a band that plays to a, a, a venue of 2000 people in Germany will play to a venue of like 70 people in the States. It's just smaller. It just is. And I feel like, I, I kind of feel like, well, somebody has to know these bands. Somebody has to sort of, you know, keep track of them. And I'm not, I'm not saying I have like, you know, notes or like a, a, a catalog, but I, I want to know them. It's like somebody has to do it. It might as well be me, you know? And... So I, I want to, <laughs> and it, it gives me a lot of, you know, a lot of fodder for uh, TikToks. So you're like, Hey, here's some, here's some bands. Here's some listener bands you should check out. Cause I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be the only one knowing these bands. Like some, I know some like goths are weird about that. I guess, Maybe some people would call them gatekeepers. I don't want to be the only person to these bands. I want other people to find them. I want other people to enjoy them. Um, I don't. I don't want them to be forgotten. And you know, Spotify is all well and good. Um, Spotify doesn't have everything. And in fact, Spotify has removed artists. They have removed songs. They have removed versions of songs. I've seen them do that, and I've, I've run into more than a few instances where I'm like, okay, I know this exists. Why can't I find it? And that's very frustrating and that's why i'm not, i don't yeah 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 exactly really like truly and you know it's not always convenient to share an mp3 or share you know sometimes or share like a youtube link it's, it's more convenient to share a spotify link but i don't always have that option so you know i'm like hey i want to i want to keep track of this stuff so um i think you know it's and i think also you know to go off a little bit of a tangent that goth is so um so much smaller in the States or in North America than it is in, in, you know, Europe, you know, I think that does lead to some quirky, um, uh, interpretations or understandings of goth. Like I'll be scrolling when I'm like doom scrolling through TikTok, I'll come across <laughs> one. Like, I think somebody referred to like black veil brides as gothic rock. I was like, mm, okay, well, <laughs> well, that's odd, but <laughs> you know, the little peep one, uh, grinds my gears a little bit. Like, you know, little peep, <laughs> Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. They, people think he's goth or something. Um, 
Eh, whatever genres. <laughs> Don't be a gatekeeper. I know. You, you know what's you know what's funny though, like the, the whole little peep discourse. What's so weird to me is like I know um, artists who do make that kind of SoundCloud rap stuff, but I, I've listened to some of their other stuff, and it is like very post punk influenced. There was one I can't remember the, the name off the top of my head. I, I wish I could. Um, he cites like his biggest influences are like Nick Cave and The Cure and. Uh, uh, Bauhaus, and I, I have a, a buddy of mine, actually local, he has made that kind of SoundCloud rap stuff, but he loves goth and post-punk and industrial and dark wave, and he's even um, been creating more of that type of music recently. And uh, But what's so weird to me about like the SoundCloud rap stuff is like, well, we already, like there's already like, like to, to me, like back in the, in the late 2000s, going to 2010, when Witch House started becoming a thing, if you remember that and like it, it blew up and then it just burned out. And <laughs> I, it's really weird to me because I remember when the sound started and I was like, Oh, this is the next big thing. And mm, not really, but I was, it's just interesting to me when people talk about, you know, there's the, 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 the endless debate of like goth rap or like dark rap. I'm like, well, I felt like that was, that was already kind of started with bands like Salem and white ring and sidewalks and skeletons. And some of those bands are still making music. So like, yeah. you know, but uh, that, that's a that's a whole other can of worms. But I know what you mean. Like, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I like the idea that um, <clears throat> yeah, you're like a disciple of goth, and in, in like seventy five <laughs> years you're gonna have your little your hood on like a freaking monk, and you'd be like, yeah. <laughs> oh, here's the slate. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, he does that with his tic tacs. He's like, on the grid. here it is. Here's the slate oh, of all yeah, what oh, you need to hear. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, speaking of that, on the um, seventh day, God created the Sisters of Mercy, I, and here <laughs> I learned this interesting, bro. Oh, bro. Oh, hold on. There you go. Hold on. I heard this interesting, um, like TikTok retention uh, technique, and you might be using it. You might know about it. Hmm. So when you show like your uh, the new songs and stuff, like cut them off just enough to where people have to watch it over again. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah, I've done that. Uh-huh. Oh, he knows he knows the dirty tricks. <laughs> I've done that a few times. I actually didn't know that was like considered a, a retention trick. I was just like, I, I've noticed in the past, like where I've had a song up there for a few seconds versus like one second. Um, the ones that are like one second will get more views, and I usually post. I, I've been trying to post like you know, pause the screenshot. Um, but yeah, I'll do like I try to do like a two posts a week, one that's like new music and one that's like, here's some, here's just a, a random bunch of songs to maybe make your, your week at work uh, less grueling. Yeah. So I usually post that on like Sunday or Monday. The goth bimbo playlist. What oh. entail? <laughs> so, yeah. So I remember, and this was kind of when I first started really becoming active on TikTok. I, I saw this trend going around on, on TikTok. It was like goth bimbos. I need goth bimbos. And I was thinking to myself, all right, goth bimbo. What do I, what do I, what, what, what is that? What kind of images or what kind of music is that? Does that conjure for me? I'm like, cause I think I can make a playlist out of that. So it was just kind of me using like my best judgment and like figuring out like the, the vibe of a song, um, to, uh, cause I mean, I, you know, it's just a meme I and mean, you can really kind of do anything you want with it. The possibilities are, are limitless. So I was just kind of going through uh, my music library. I'm like, okay, does this song give me, um, goth bimbo vibes this feeling that i decided existed five minutes ago (laughs) (laughs) and so a lot of those songs like some of them are kind of about they're about sex they're about flirting they're about uh maybe obsession with a with a with a significant other maybe they're just kind of about um partying maybe they have kind of a uh a swagger to them that i kind of associate with um 
you know, kind of lounging around the club with a, with a cocktail in your hand and you're feeling kind of, you know, it's, it's, you're, you're feeling good. You're feeling kind of, you know, you're maybe your, your libido is acting up and it's just, um, <laughs> so I, I have some songs on there. I'll try to, yeah, I like it. I have some songs on there. Like I have uh, I give to you by Mr. Reb. I have, um, I'm trying to pull it up negative. here. I have typo negative on there. I have uh, here it is. Let's see. I have like I'm Her Frankenstein by Alien Sex Fiend, The Bog by Bygod 20. Um, what else? Uh, Wendy Time by The Cure, Lillian by Depeche Mode. Um, I, uh, the, the the cover of I Want to Be Your Dog by Mephisto Waltz. Oh. Um, there's some songs on there like uh, like Love Me Bad by Danny Blue that actually I played recently at a DJ set for this fetish party uh, that I DJed at the Monarch. Uh, so, uh, and any songs that kind of, what's that? Talk about libido. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was just, it was just kind of me using my best judgment and like it, this is, it is by far, I, I'm fairly certain it, it yeah, it, this remains my most popular playlist. It has 1,232 likes. It's 71 songs and five hours long. So I, I, uh, Wait, I, I got caught like lightning in a bottle there. Bru- uh, yeah, I'm gonna listen to that tonight. <laughs> well, okay, here we go. Pitching, <laughs> you know pitching. what I mean? <laughs> pitching an idea to Office oh, Minister. Here we go. Okay. Idea pitcher. You, you got Goth Bimbo. What mm-hmm. about Goth Himbo? Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Calibris, obviously. <laughs> Vision video, definitely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> All the dumb guys are gone. <laughs> Actors, twin tribes, wingtips. Yeah. Um, I, I got my wingtip shirt on right now. <laughs> Represent. Right. Uh, maybe cockatoo twins for the fuck cockatoo. of it. Uh, <laughs> you just, it, that's the thing. You just, you're, you're creating that vibe, but it's, yeah. it's marketing, dude. It's that, that's that silly name. It. Himbo. I'm a himbo. Do you know what a himbo is, Bob? It's a male himbo. It's a male bimbo. Bingo. <laughs> Bango. <laughs> Bing bong. Bing bong. <laughs> Dude. Uh, yeah, it's uh. yeah, a good idea, actually. I hadn't, I hadn't thought of that, but that could be what fun. I think the, the challenge is like, just not like, uh, like recycling the same songs, but I, I think I could come up with some that it would be... That'd be really cool for that. Yeah, I like it. You could probably borrow some from your already created playlist, which is the mm-hmm. Bimbo one, Bimbo like show. Typo. Um, sure. What else? Uh, Even like Sisters. I think Sisters have some songs that would qualify as, as kind of some uh, goth himbo-esque. I was just about to say that. Yes, dude. Yeah. Good Sisters of Mercy. Um, well, well, I guess you could. I mean, you have Bimbo. You have Himbo. Elbow. <laughs> I was going to say limbo. Limbo music. Limbo goth. Whoa. <laughs> goth music you can limbo to. The, hey, there's, that one, there's that one song. Do you know it? It's like a cover. I think it's like Spanish. It's like... Doo, 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 doo. Uh, or that's Christmas. Hey, Macarena. Um, no, it, it was going around. It's making its like mark on TikTok. Oh, um, on TikTok? Yeah. Was that uh, Yo Soy? I think it was like a postponed cover with a kind of a violin type of sound. Yeah, that was that was really popular for a hot minute. Yeah. I like that song. Yeah, that's got a, a limbo or like tropical. Goth yeah, okay. got, tropical goth shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so Bob, Bob wanted to know. Wait, what I know? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll too. I'm too scared what apparently. Your, what is it? What do you hate hearing on the dance floor? What oh, do you yeah, hear, yeah. When what do you, you hear pop, too much? When you pop into Transylvania and you're like, <laughs> I'm ready to get fucking nuts. And then here it comes. 
uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival. No, oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, 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 uh, Goth Himbo, nine, uh, definitely Nine Inch Nails. And Depeche Mode. Okay. Oh, yeah. Those, nine Inch Nails, Depeche, Depeche Mode's like two himbos. <gasps> They're like two himbos in one. They are. Uh, uh, yeah, what, what's your like top couple... Yeah, playlist party files. Like, get that out oh, of my I playlist. Playlist party files. And then, I guess all good, yeah. all music's good. Yeah, but we want to know the bad. <laughs> sure. So that that's a that's a, a good question. Um, and it's funny. Uh, DJ Tristan Isolt, who's been a, a local DJ in the scene here forever, he actually has a list of band songs that he will never play on his in his sets simply because they've been played to death in the clubs like for so many years. Like he won't play Co- he won't play Dead Stars by Covenant. He won't play Military Fashion Show by N One or Shelter by Icon of Coil. He's like okay. they're just play to death and i you know but for songs where i kind of if you're saying like songs that i personally like detest and don't like and i like roll my eyes when i hear them um that would never be found in a playlist yeah yeah like certainly not found in a playlist by me um so for anybody who's anybody who's um watching this i'm gonna go ahead and preempt this and say please don't like take offense to this this is just my opinion uh this isn't me like i'm no better than anybody i'm just some guy on the internet with opinions um i would say <laughs> like guy with really cool hair yeah yeah i, I like it yeah it's cool yeah Thank i can't you. imagine anything other and then it would look <laughs> weird yeah. because you have to have it on forever because it's like you know when you go to school and you cut your hair and everyone laughs at you oh you yeah have to have the same haircut forever <laughs> unfortunately you have to do that <laughs> whenever i get my haircut like people make comments on it I'm like well i have to cut it because this is a lot of maintenance like i can't just let it grow out like i it's, like, i have to do quality control and everyone's like why'd you cut your hair I'm like it grows back shut up oh dude <laughs> you know uh, we're back on the hair <laughs> thing um an interesting thing to do to the hair maybe like bleach it well that that'd Whoa. be that, <laughs> that's total super saiyan but like <laughs> <laughs> You bleach it one day, and then oh man, that'd be a himbo. total yeah himbo. Stuff. That'd be pretty cool. Like I, I've thought about like I've always thought about like getting like a red streak through the front of it, but the, the problem is like the black is just so easy and it's so um, it doesn't require too much maintenance. And like from my friends who I've talked to who do have like the red and black, and they've done red, like it's I think it's like a lot more upkeep, and it's like. I don't know if I have the energy for that. Yeah, <laughs> just so much more work. And like, this is already such a, a this can be a, a massive pain to do. So maybe someday if I'm feeling really uh, inspired, but my chemical romance, would you be averse to playing more, so, more like for emo nights? I think that's for emo. I, I actually do like my chemical romance and they're actually the only band from that, from that sound that ever really uh, made an impression on me. I think that they had good lyrics. I think they had a good style. Um, they had good, good energy in their sound. I think Gerard Way had like, really good influences too. Just listening to him talk about the types of bands that influenced him. They like, just like the, the drama and the, um, uh, uh, bombast of their sound, like actually really made an impression on me. Like, Oh, these guys are cool. Why are they associated with all these other bands that I don't like at all? But I understand it now. Like I, I, I get it now, but at the time I was like, they're just so much more, they're so much different than all this other stuff. Um, I, I wouldn't only because, one, I, I don't think they're really that, I don't think they make stuff that's really all that danceable. I think it's more for moshing. And also like the thing about <laughs> whenever I'm like creating a set list for like a goth night, the way I approach it is this stuff is already so small and so niche and bands that are associated with like new metal or emo and pop punk work tour diaspora kind of stuff. Um, it's already so popular. It already has so much representation. Um, you know, the, the emo nights that they do at like Crescent ballroom or Valley bar, those, those get so many people. I, th- I, 
I'm pretty sure that they um, <laughs> sell out every time. Hey, um, nice. I'd be surprised. If, I'd be shocked if they don't. And so for me, it's like, well, I, I want to use my time in the DJ booth to uh, give uh, room and give representation of bands that have a much smaller audience. Maybe don't have an audience at all. Maybe they're brand new bands. Um, you know, even even larger bands in this scene that they, they don't play to very big crowds. Certainly not in the states. You know, not even Bauhaus. They'll play. You know, when they come here, they'll play the Van Buren, a band like uh, I don't know, like Fall Out Boy or Green Day. They'll play the 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 arena downtown. I, I don't know what it's called. It's gone yeah, through a few names. Show? Were you there? Did I see? You I was there. there. Very possible. <laughs> yeah, I was there. Uh, left or right row. Or left side or right side? Um, I was kind of near the back, but I was kind of moving around. Yeah, I was near the, the back. back. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it was, was there. was actually there. Was that yes. the one with the... It was like the return. It was like the return, but with only like two of the members, right? Or something? I think it was three. I think it was everybody except Kevin Haskins, the drummer. The guitar? That's the way I remember it. I can't remember. <laughs> Anyways, there's this... Too much red wine. Yeah. <laughs> this guy has been drinking. Um, <laughs> At the show. Yeah, so there is this one. You don't have to put it in a playlist, but definitely check it out. There's this one My Chemical Romance song nice where and C R get out of here. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there, it's a remix of a song. Okay, uh, and it's from one of those vampire movies, um, which is like mainly it's a girl and there's a bunch of werewolves. Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> not, not, not that. No, like really, like because I know they were kind of associated with that with those movies. <laughs> Um, uh, well, oh, underworld. Underworld. Under, oh, okay. Underwear. Underwear, yeah. And it goes um, in the middle of a gunfight or in something. Of that, of but that's um, it's not a fashion statement, I think. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. that one. Just look up MCR remix. You'll probably find it. Underworld. Okay. Um, that's a fun one. That's a fun one. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, I'll check it out. But, yeah. To be clear, just to be clear, I also have no problem. Never had any problem with pushing the envelope in my in my DJ sets. And actually, um, uh, again, to go off on a tangent here, what really repelled me for so long uh, from be, from wanting to be a DJ in the scene was, you know, it, it's a sad fact. And I, I don't think that goth is unique in this. I think a lot of scenes are like this. Um, it can be very, especially from the club point of view, it can be very uh, mild, mired in nostalgia. Um, there is a lot of pressure to only play the hits only play the classics, only play the songs that everybody knows. Um, you know, don't, don't, uh, don't venture too far. You know, maybe you can sprinkle in an obscurity here or there, but you know, it's, it's, it's hard. And I, I know like, uh, scenes in other cities where, you know, it's, it really, it feels like sometimes they're stuck in like this, like this 2007 time capsule. And it's really shocking. It's really disappointing. Uh, then you wonder like, Oh, well, why is my scene dead? Why don't new people come out? It's like, well, you, you kind of have to, you kind of have to uh, explore and grow. And if you don't, I mean, that, that can, you know, maybe you'll get the same people coming out, but at the expense of newer people coming in really. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'm, you know, not just like new music, but um, I'll, I'll play stuff that like wouldn't necessarily qualify as, as being under this, you know, goth dark alternative umbrella, but that I think fits. I've, I've always, I've never had any issue doing that. Uh, the best DJs I know in this scene do that where they're, they'll, uh, um, 
uh, evade norms or evade expectations. And there are probably some people upset, but by and large, it, it, it tends to go over really well. That, that was the whole premise really of, of uh, or one of them, of uh, uh, Lilith that was at uh, Stacy's before Six Feet Under started. Um, I mean, there was a lot more to it than that, but one of them was, you know, uh, Rob, DJ Tristan Azult was um, spinning a lot of kind of dark, slow, melodic, um, obscurities that you wouldn't hear at a traditional golf club night, but that have that kind of, um, ethereal kind of otherworldly, uh, ambiance, uh, that, that you can dance to. And I, I, it made a huge impression on me. And that was also, you know, one of the foundations of his night. If, if you remember hacks and a doom discotheque that he did, oh. uh, for several years. Cool. Yeah. And that, that was in Haxon was the, the, the first really big, um, golf club night that I experienced in, in Phoenix, Arizona, that it started off at this little dive bar off 24th and Thomas, then eventually grew to the, the biggest night of the scene. And he was spending a lot of, he really pushed the envelope, um, with that club night. And he, he got a lot of pushback, but it, it eventually became, you know, selling out Crescent ballroom to five or 600 people. And it really made an impression on me and made me realize like, Oh, you, you can push boundaries. You can, um, uh, throw out the the standard uh golf club format and still do really well get to go get a good night and i uh, i have a lot of respect for that and that's and you know enough people kind of prodded me to become a dg after a while i was like all right i'll do it and i'm glad i did dude <laughs> it's a little hokey but i think you pull it off <laughs> you're up on there up on the you know uh the dj booth and your t-shirt is at <laughs> At what? At Awfully Sinister? Yeah. <laughs> My TikTok name? Something out of it. <laughs> Follow me. Everybody. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I'll just stop at midnight. Welcome to Six Feet Under, everybody. Don't forget to follow me on TikTok. I don't know. I don't know if I'm that. I don't know if I'm quite that shameless, but I like the idea. What? <laughs> well, like, try and get. Yeah, well, yeah, the whole TikTok thing is like fighting. Like, like what is it? Fighting the, I feel cringe from I'm doing this, but not like I find this joke funny, so I'm gonna do it. Yeah. You no, know, it's like the self doubt. I, yeah. <laughs> but um, you're very confident on TikTok and um, Twitter. Just uh, trying to trying to like harness that. <laughs> I might. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I can kind of I can kind of put on a facade on Twitter and TikTok. It's I mean it's easy. I mean it, it, it's just me talking on my phone and <laughs> it was hard at first especially for TikTok. I'm like I'm not wasn't used to it, but I don't know, people seem to to like how I how I do it. And I, I watch past TikToks and the way I kind of say words or I the, the facial expressions I make and I'm like, "Oh, Oh no, this is kind of cringe. <laughs> oh, Our table what is broken. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. Um, People seem to like it though, so I, I I can't complain, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's like a little, uh, it's like you're, you documented your growth. Cause like, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, documented your puberty. Because <laughs> like later on, it evolved into like, memes and shit posts and i mm -hmm. like that you know yeah i do those too yeah emo uh spongebob and, and patrick you know oh yeah that was my that is my most viral video but that one got i think it was four hundred and thirty thousand views god damn i think i just like i think it was just kind of the right place at the right time like that sound had just started trending and like it was very absurd and it's kind of my style of humor really just kind of absurdist not non sequiturs i'm like I, I could probably do something with this and you know, it's just one of those lightning in a bottle moments, I guess. <laughs> do you um do you plan out like do you have a specific time you like to post? Because I know there's like a 
key there? Like um, you could. I yeah, that's a good question. I've I've been. I usually post like around five or five thirty. Um, I don't know though if that's like the optimal time to be honest. I've read I've read some that say like you'll post it at two or three. Some some that are like posted at night. Um, I don't post early in the morning. I think that generally doesn't work. Uh, I try to post like after I'm done with work, and I, I don't know. I know the majority of my followers are in the U.S., um, so you know I, I'm on West Coast. Um, what's like the farthest out it goes? Like three or four hour difference. I'm not actually sure. Four hours maybe. Um, if you're way up in like Northeast, but yeah i i just kind of stuck to five or thirty and hope that works and it seems to do okay but if there is a secret sauce there i mean I, i'd be curious to know but <laughs> i don't I've, I've just found like conflicting sources like this one says two or three this one says four this one says seven uh but that's the schedule that i've i've stuck to for the um for the last year or so that's, that's good to know yeah i i see you know like <laughs> in google uh what's google the best times it. and yeah it's like Oh, you posted this time or this time or this time. I, I find the same thing because we're we're in Arizona, mm -hmm. like five or six seems about good. And then uh, if you yeah. put out more, I, I also found that um, you have to like spread them apart a little bit, or mm. Tack will be like, I don't know with the push. Ah. Yeah, I I try I try to post just once a day um or once every other day i know some people there's there some of my some of my mutuals they'll just post like all throughout their day and it's blows my mind i i can't i, I don't think i could ever do that they'll post like 10 <laughs> between the hours of like 10 and 2 and then like 13 between the hours of like 7 and 9 it's like oh man i i it, i have to like prep myself and think about what i'm gonna say and i have to like kind of put myself in that mindset where i'm like talking to a camera and kind of like calm myself down and, and not uh not overthink it too much like i it's a it's a whole thing i, I can't just flip yeah, on my yeah. phone the but for the most part yeah the crippling realization you're just talking to no one just yeah. staring into the phone like, this is so fucking weird man you're just so barking in the dark mutuals. <laughs> <laughs> mutuals um yeah there's a lot of like twitter stuff about like mutuals like uh oh i want to talk to the mutual but i'm afraid i'm gonna annoy them yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think we all feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So we're gonna get spooky. Oh. Ready, Bobby? All right, I'm ready. Put on some DJ, do you have um it's an obscure band. Uh 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 Joy Division? No, Can you put on not. Level Terrace Apart, Mr. <laughs> DJ? Oh man, I don't know. That's uh that, that's a deep cut. That's uh you know, you really gotta be in the know to, to oh. discover those those uh those nuggets. Oh. Um I'll take it. Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, All right. Um, okay, DJ, you suck. Yeah. We got a bit. I'm never coming to DJ night ever again. All right. Because this is the Calibers Mr. Mr. Cold Horrors. Horrors. We're going to get spooky. Do you, Xander, aka Awfully Sinister, Xander Bender, have a ghost story? If so, is it spooky? Do I have a ghost story? You know, I don't know that I do, but I'll tell you this story. <laughs> it's not that I don't even know if it's that. I really know. Like, I think I scared ghosts off. I'm not sure I've ever had like a genuine paranormal experience. Um, I'll tell you, I'm I was scared right now. <laughs> <laughs> I made I made a TikTok about that actually. Oh, <laughs> I missed that one. <laughs> it was uh, it was one very popular creator where they come by with a camera, 
we'll say like, oh yes, it's the so-and-so and it's something kind of flippant and they take a picture and walk off. But uh, basically they, they come by, they walk into view and they, and they scream and then take a picture yeah. and then look at the camera again and then scream at it. So I, I do it at that one with my hair down. They walk into view, they scream. And then the next, the next scene is like my hair up. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, you know, you're shocked. But, uh, uh, anyway, um, endless hair content. <laughs> yeah. You got yeah. so much fodder. Yeah, dude. You're like, <laughs> idea. Skip the DJ shit. Hair comedy. Go. <laughs> just hair comedy. I've done some. I mean, you people seem like, to like it. You just start doing hit stand up at your DJ night. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> play your t- <laughs> what the heck's going play on your, in hair? TikToks <laughs> on like a, a <laughs> like if there's like a what do you call it? A thing on the wall. You play your TikToks. I don't know. Well, oh. Projection. Yeah, projection of your TikTok. <laughs> hey guys, have you seen this TikTok? Make sure you like it. But uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good way to clear the floor. But uh, you know, speaking of projection, uh, I'll, I'll tell you this story. I don't know if it necessarily qualifies as a ghost story, but it is a story of the uh, of the uncanny, I suppose. Um, when I was a kid, <laughs> um, I saw I saw remember it so vividly. I don't know if it could have been a dream. I I don't know. Um, but I remember this so well because I've never had any experience, any dream like this um, ever before um, or ever again since it happened. But I was a kid and I remember um, watching myself like kind of lift up from my body and seeing myself like below me and then lifting through the ceiling and the astral projection, basically that's what it's called. Right. And kind of, you know, flying through my neighborhood, looking at, you know, all the, the roofs of houses, all the tops of houses and through all the windows peek, peeping Tom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get that far. I was only, only like below uh, looking at the dreams. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's another, that's another dream. I'll, I'll talk about some other time, but, <laughs> but really like looking at like the top, seeing all the tops of houses and like my neighborhood and, you know, the, the, the night sky and just feeling this totally unprecedented um emotion of of exhilaration like oh my god like this is the most amazing thing ever and then all of it very abruptly stopping and feeling myself being um pushed back down like my soul i guess or my essence being pushed back down into my body and feeling like i hated it like i'm like no i don't want to do this i don't want to come back to this uh this uh i, I don't i don't want to be uh um in, in return to the, the the enslavement of this mortal coil um but i was and then i woke up and i was like what the fuck just happened that was so weird it was so it's so vivid i mean i, I remember it so well i and i uh it, you know it's i i think dreams are very weird and i i think they uh i i think a lot of them is still really um unexplained and unexplored or only like uh, half theorized so I, I think it's entirely possible it was just a dream but it was a real fucking vivid detailed um real not surreal but very real dream and i i think about it a lot because it was i i uh i have really nothing to compare it to so i i have not had any paranormal experiences really it's funny like a few months ago i actually uh some friends and i explored the uh the attic of casey's of casey moore's in oh, tempe okay. uh which you know is supposedly haunted and uh, my, my friend uh, alex uh, she is a paranormal investigator and ha- it does paranormal investigations and she was up there you know we did the the whole spiel like no are there any are there any presents 
presence is here. Is somebody with us? And I, I don't think we caught anything, but it was uh, it, it was no. fun being up there. It was uh yeah, no, go away, no one's home. <laughs> no. See, only rumors, but uh that 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 was fun, but you know, again, we didn't uh um we didn't find anything and I, I kinda wonder if it was me because I've literally never had any kind of uh uh, um, experience or um, a confrontation with what might be considered like an apparition or, or a paranormal um, uh, being. Xander, where could everybody find Awfully Sinister? Your ats, uh, where they could support you, where they could see a DJ. Yeah, where's them um, DJ nights, boy? Yeah. Sure. So on uh, on social media, on TikTok, just type in uh, Awfully Sinister. It's spelled how it sounds, and it's it's just one word. It's just Awfully Sinister, and I'll, I'll probably pop up. You'll probably recognize my uh, my avatar almost instantly because it's just a, a close-up picture of my face and my hair. Uh, on Twitter, my at is H-E-X-X-Z-A-N-D-E-R. It's a really dumb name, but it's something I just kind of thought of um very quickly but that that's that's my twitter i'm always goofing around on there and then on instagram um you can find me it's awfully underscore sinister now with that my oh. friend we oh, have yeah. a partying gift oh for perfect for oh. country nights <laughs> hell yeah hey y'all we got toby keith playing all night long with Xander. <laughs> a piece of the caliber's iconic collection we have seven different options we have the classic we got okay. baseball tees we got ringers we got long sleeves we whole bunch got of things. trench all coats no. No trench coat. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, you got a trench coat. I mean. <laughs> He's like, give me a trench coat. Uh, we got wristbands. No, just kidding. Wait, what? Um, <laughs> but I know that's your thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, for everybody else, calibrystore.com. Now, we have a sentiment for you, Xander. Okay. Oh. Come on in. Wait. There you go. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> threw me off xander you are our family now anything you so, need you need somebody to be beat up yeah anything you say for you. or do is used against you in the court of law we got you covered man. We'll <laughs> you need somebody to help you edit together a dj video splash screen i know how to do that stuff Yo, you Set need some up. see what we could do and um uh, yeah thank you for taking the time to be with us thank, thank you i had so your, much fun crawling this out of your awesome. coffin Woo! Uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate that. This was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed myself, and thank you for for tracking me down. You, know, I, I think I've, uh, David. I think you know, I think we we've seen each other here and there at like clubs or shows, and I think we. But I don't. I don't think we actually uh, formally met until fairly recently. So it's it's really nice to meet to meet you both. It's, it's a pleasure. Well, well shake oh, yeah. hands. Shake <laughs> hands. In person. Hey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, dude. <laughs>